What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the YI Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started doing what they're doing so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest. It is Miss Chelsea McFadden. Now, Chelsea is a couples and weddings photographer based in Northern California who has been capturing love for over 10 years. But before taking her photography career full time back in March, she also managed a successful dental practice for over 20 years in which she loved every moment of. Starting her dental practice as a sterile tech, she chose to get her California registered dental assistance license and eventually moved on to managing the front office operations. Photography started as a hobby, then slowly turned into a job throughout the course of her life, and she loved to encourage young people to follow their dreams, too. Now, Chelsea, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. Let's go. All right, Chelsea, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing excellent. You already know. So, Chelsea, let's go ahead and dive right into these questions because I'm very interested in what you got going on today. So, Chelsea, why? I don't even know which one to start asking you first. Let me let me ask you um, how you even got into the dental practice before I ask you how you uh, transitioned into both with the um, photography as well. So how did you why did you become a a, a dental uh, sterile? I, I don't even know how to call it. So can, can you like clear that up for me? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I became a sterile tech when I was actually 16 years old. My stepfather is a dentist. And he needed some help in his practice. So I pitched in and that's how it kind of all started. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, being a sterile tech is not a glamorous job. Mm -hmm. So I decided that I wanted to do something a little bit more fun in the practice and decided Mm -hmm. to go back and get my registered dental assisting license um, through the state of California. And to do that, I did some training in the office. Okay. Okay. You know, so um, l- let me ask you this. Like, how did it even really all tie? Like, did you did you really like doing it? Was it something that you enjoyed doing when you um when you were with your uncle, or was it just something that you uh, did and you know you knew how to do and it was just like natural to you, so you just uh, stuck with it? Um, you know, it, it came pretty natural to me um, because I had been around the dental practice for, for longer than that. Um, I think mm-hmm. my, mar- my mom married my stepdad when I was 12 and I was in and out of the office and I was intrigued by, you know, um, what was going on there. So, you know, okay. it was kind of, I think it was just like a natural thing that happened. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. And like, how, how long did it take before you like realized that this was something that uh, you were, you were going to do for, I mean, how, how long did you even maybe 20 years plus? Yeah. So, um, eventually, um, so being a dental assistant, I did that for seven years. Mm -hmm. Um, and unfortunately in the dental world, once people get their, their licenses, they kind of tend to move on, Mm -hmm. um, bigger and better things. And we live in a pretty small town. So our girls would get their license and stay for about six months and then, um, end up. Yeah. So I transitioned, um, 
from that into being a front desk person because we ended up losing our front desk person because they went and got their license. So it just kind of, I progressively moved up the ladder. It didn't take me very long to know um, that I wanted to do dental assisting and I really enjoyed it. Um, But the natural thing is to progress into uh, managing the office. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how it happened. And it was seven years in, I would say. Okay. Okay. And then like, how did, how did, uh, wedding pictures and couples photography really tie into that? So like, how, how did it even happen? Like what, what made that a thing? How did that start? So I actually, um, my grandfather was an avid hobbyist photographer and traveler mm-hmm. and he would tote his camera around with him everywhere he went, um, all over the world. And when he came home, he would, do slideshows for us of his, his photography. And so from a little, from a little girl, um, I kind of had photography in my life and it became something of a passion for me. Um, and so when I was about eight years old, of course I asked for my first camera and I started kind of following in his footsteps, um, in just the hobbyist world and photographing all of our travels that we did when I was little and my friends and all of that stuff. So it was kind of, that was something that I've always kind of had in my life. Okay. Okay. And you know, that, that ties into my next question perfectly because I was just about to ask you, uh, what were some childhood hobbies and habits that you think, you know, matriculated into who you became today? Um, so you, so I got, um, you know, your uncle was a dentist and then I got your, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I I forgot who was, uh, Stepdad was a dentist. I'm sorry, stepdad. Your stepdad was a dentist, and your uh, like clarify clarify the photography thing again for me. Grandfather. Grandfather was a a a, a hobby hobbyist photographer. So, yeah. um, I, was do you think that there was any 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 other hobbies or habits that you think you know um, you know uh, led to who you who you are today? Um, I've always been intrigued by reading and writing and I think that in order to have a very good um a good photography business you have Mm -hmm. to be a storyteller and I think that telling stories has always kind of been a part of what I do as well and so I think that the the you know sitting down writing um almost every day when I was growing up was part of that um yeah Okay. You know what? No, I, I like the uh, the fact that you highlighted that, you know, uh, being a photographer is like being a storyteller because, you know, that's a very important piece that uh, a lot of people will really want to know and pick up on and, uh, you know, really incorporate into their daily lives. So let me uh, let me go ahead and ask you this um, now. Actually, let me let me clear something up. Uh, so are you like full time, full time uh, photographer right now or are you still doing like a half and half kind of thing? Nope. In March, um, my stepdad retired and we all decided that we were ready to move on. And I went full time in March. So I've been full time for um, for a little over nine months. Perfect. And I think we're on the same page because I started my podcast back in March. So that's I think we're like right on cue. So let me let me ask you this then. What is an average day like for a photographer? Okay, so photography is a lot of behind the scenes. So those beautiful photographs that I take, mm-hmm. um, there is editing, there's it, emailing inquiries. Um, so I spend about four to six hours every day 
either responding to emails, creating content, um, posting on social media, doing podcast interviews like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my average shooting is about eight hours a week. <laughs> okay. Eight hours a week, average shooting. Yep. Okay. You know what? But there's a lot of behind the scenes you were saying. So there's it's a lot. Like, you know, yeah. So don't, I, I hope my audience doesn't think that, you know, oh, I can transition from a 40 hour week to an eight hour week if I become a photographer. That's not going to happen. No, I That's would say that you trans it, as a, as a business owner or a photographer in general, mm-hmm. being employed for yourself actually is more time consuming than having a full-time job and working for someone else. Wow. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. So, uh, just, just because, just because you had 20 years of experience as the dental, uh, whatever, can I ask you, you know, what an average day like was for you back then? Yes. Um, so as a sterile tech, we'll start off there. Mm -hmm. Um, I sterilized all the dental equipment. I cleaned rooms. Um, sometimes I would sit and do charting for the dentist if the dental assistant was busy doing something else. Um, and that, that was an eight hour a day, eight hour a day job. Um, as I transitioned into being a dental assistant, my duties included, um, assisting the dentist, charting, also cleaning rooms. Um, and as a California dental assistant with a license, I was able to make temporaries for crowns. So when you go get your crown done and they, they do your little temporary and then two weeks later you come in and, um, and have it cemented. Mm-hmm. I actually was, I was was fabricating the temporaries and taking impressions and doing all kinds of things as well. And so that was also an eight hour job, but working for my parents, I actually averaged more of a 10 hour day. Um, And luckily we only worked four days a week. So. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay. So uh, let me, again, uh, I'm trying to, I'm definitely trying to hit, uh, you know, two birds, one stone in this interview, uh, for real, for real. So, uh, this next question, I, I want to apply it to both too. So what did you enjoy least about both? Like, just give me, give me each one. What did you enjoy least or what do you enjoy least? Oh, wow. That's a hard question because I didn't really dislike anything really working in the dental office. Um, <laughs> other than when I started working in the front, it was my job to collect money from people and, okay. As you know, people don't like going to the dentist, so they don't really want to give their money to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of difficult. Yeah. So I guess that would be my least favorite thing was was collecting money. Uh-huh. Um, and then my most, do you ask my most, what I enjoyed most, correct? Yes, yes. So in both, both dentistry and um, photography, I really enjoy connecting with people. Sorry about that. Um, I really enjoy connecting with people. And, um, so I think that's, that's my favorite thing about both. And then my least favorite with, with photography is actually the process of post-processing photos. And I I decided that it was becoming such an overwhelming thing for me in my, my business. Just a few months ago, I outsourced that to an outside editor. Okay. And I think that's important. I think that's important. Uh, the, you know, outsourcing, the the task that I'm I'm trying to I'm definitely trying to like down the road a couple of years from now outsource the editing and the audio part of this uh podcasting thing because right. you know that's the part I enjoy the least so 
Um, so let's go ahead and transition into this one. Do you think that grades matter in a school for the success in your career? And I'm talking about photography and dental. So in the dental world um, and the photography world, both, I did not go to traditional school. Mm. So for me, the grades didn't, I mean, the grades didn't matter to get into traditional school, but mm. I think that getting good grades trains us to be diligent, work hard, and, um, you know, to be responsible. And so, mm-hmm. yes, I believe that getting good grades in school is important for any career, regardless if you, like, you're going to go to college or not, because it's, it trains us to be responsible and accountable. I, I think sports, too. So sports can also give you that same training. Yes. I feel like I feel like uh, taking a sport seriously can give you that same training, that same discipline. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, let me let me ask you this one. Um, now, everybody, they say that everybody is born with a purpose in life. So what do you feel that your impact is inside or outside of work? It doesn't it can be more than one. It can be one. It, it, it doesn't matter. Just uh, what do you feel that your impact is? I've always like even in the dental practice, um, I've always had. I felt that I need to make people feel beautiful. And that's like the cool thing about dentistry is once they walk out of the practice, they feel beautiful, right? Because we fix their smile. Um, And in the photography world, it's the same thing. We photograph people and we make them feel good about themselves. Mm. Um, That's something that I've in both, both of those businesses really took a lot of pride in. And I felt it was my purpose Mm. outside of that um, outside of, the business is I'm also a California firefighter's wife mm. and there's within the fire service, um, marriages tend to be really difficult. Mm. And, um, I've been working on a, a project now for the last several years, um, with some friends of mine and we are trying to strengthen those marriages within the fire service. Mm-hmm. And so my purpose, um, having been married now for 12 years is to help other firewives um, navigate this this life that we have that we're living and um, loving our spouses through. So those are my. <laughs> I really appreciate that right there. And you know, I, first off, congratulations on being married twelve years. Second off, man, like congratulations <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> on even you know, <laughs> congratulations on even you know um, helping somebody who you know there there's a saying, um, help the person who you needed uh, when you were growing up. So like be the person that you needed when you were growing up and you're definitely trying to help those people out who are, you know, venturing into the same world that you're into right now that might be struggling a little bit the, the same way you were struggling. I really appreciate that. And I was just I just finished reading um, Michelle, Obama, Michelle Obama's book Becoming and her book was basically for, um, well, kind of half and half for the for the uh, political wise who. And you, of course, the, the, the uh, firefighter and politician uh, wives, they can be on pre- pretty much the same boat of, you know, right. it's pretty hard. The, the uh, life of marriage is pretty hard when you're married to somebody like that. So, um, yeah, I definitely appreciate what you're doing. Um, let me go ahead and we're winding down into the last question. I can't believe it. Like, I actually can't believe how this uh, interview flew by. I told you it was going to be real smooth and real simple. So let's go ahead and ask you this last one. If you could give one piece of advice to anybody out there who's trying to be in your position today, what would it be? My advice is to just start um, in photography. You know, the first thing you do is you buy a camera and then you read the manual and you maybe search on YouTube and you figure out how to do it. And then you just do it. 
um, and basically get out of your own way because you're the only person holding you back. Mm. Um, and in the dental world, same thing. I mean, I didn't, I didn't have any training when I went into that and I just got, I, I started the first day and I learned what I needed to learn to get where I needed to go. So, um, you know, that's my, that's my advice for anyone in any career path or any, anything that they're trying to do is just start. Yep. 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 Thank you. And I'm very happy. Let me, let me go ahead and uh, wrap this one up. I'm very happy that you pointed that out right there because a lot of people, you know, they see um, the person that they want to be, the celebrities, the whatever, the the money, the fame, the whatever they want. Um, it doesn't even have to be anything like that, but um, whatever they want, they see it and they're like, oh man, that, that's so hard to get to. They see that, you know, this person's at level 10, they're at level zero. Um, at, I'm telling you, just like a video game, all you have to do is start playing. Like just start Start the video game. And as you progress, just stick with it. Just know where you want to go and you will get there. Even though it might not go according to your plan, life has a plan for you anyway. And you will get to your goal as long as you just stay consistent and stay with it. Know your goal in mind and just start. As you said, just start like go ahead and give it a try. See where it takes you. You you will be so much happier if you do that instead of just ignoring it and being like, ah, oh, well, I I. I you know, maybe I have this situation over here and it's holding me back or, you know, stop telling yourself self things. Just go ahead and give it a, a try. Go ahead and start. So, Chelsea, it's been an excellent, excellent interview. Now, is there a way that my audience can reach out to yours? Maybe you have a website, social media, any type of thing that they can reach out to you on? Yeah, absolutely. So I am on Instagram and the handle is Chelsea L. McFadden. Okay. And then I also have a website which is www.chelseamcfadden.com. Perfect, 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 perfect. Chelsea, and again, I couldn't have asked for a better interview today. I think we gave, we definitely got the two birds with one stone here today. So I don't even know what to title this video for a for I. It's going to de definitely have to be why I became a dental assistant slash photographer, which is going to be, uh, it's going to might throw a little people, a couple of people off, but it's okay. Um, now, Chelsea, again, thank you once more for an excellent interview. Now, folks, there are three types of work, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people find a job. You're real lucky if you find your career, and you're truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Chelsea helped you find it today. And that is a wrap. Wait, before you go, make sure to hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at YI Network for weekly Big Three takeaways. We're also on Facebook and LinkedIn at YI Network. And if you or somebody else you know loves their job and would love to share on the podcast, email me at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Have a good day, guys.